Hey, 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 thank you for joining me today on Scripturing with Centuria. I am the Centuria George, your lovely host for this particular podcast. And guys, I want to remind you that here on Scripturing with Centuria, I take portions of the Bible or portions of Scripture and we turn that around. We turn it around and interpret it and I'll tell you how you can fit it in your life and how I use it for my life. So let's get started. Um, today's podcast, we have a special guest. Today, I have my son with me. Uh, we are going to be talking about um, Genesis. Genesis, I want to say 37 all the way through maybe 50 or 51. Um, so recently, Sammy, his name is Sammy. Recently, Sammy and I, we were reading um, this these this chapter of scripture and um. You know, originally he said he didn't want to read it with me. Like, he didn't want to hear it. And then afterwards, he was, like, so drawn to it. He kept saying, no, don't stop. Read more. And so I knew that he was attracted to it. And I knew that whatever it was that he got from that reading was going to be powerful and the wonderful thing is that he's only 14 for him to be able to read scripture and to understand what's going on and apply it to his life or my life his sister's life that's powerful at 14 so today we're going to really go over it I want him to tell me what he thinks and I'm going to tell you what I think and what the Lord has said to me in reference to this portion of scripture so everybody meet Sammy so Sammy what did you think about um when we read the other night we read Genesis um and the story about Joseph what did you think I think it was sad I was breaking you think it was sad but it described everything so fluently okay what was sad about it um, how, well, you think that your family supposed to be there for you, but they won't betray you oh. in such a way that they would sell you off to oh. some people. Okay. So, for those of you that are not familiar with Joseph's story, um, Joseph was, a, a, he was, his family was well off and they lived in the land of, I believe, Canaan or Canaan. Um, y'all listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Don't judge me because, you know, y'all know some of them uh, names in the Bible is a little intense. Um, but anyway, um, his father was Jacob and he had, I want to say like 12, there was 12 boys or he had 11 brothers. Anyways, what Sammy is talking about is the fact that his brothers, um, Joseph was the baby boy. His father, the Bible says that his father had so much love for him. He made him an ornate robe. And so the boys could tell that the father was really really like he loved Joseph intensely and they were jealous right so what they did was they ended up they were gonna the plan was to kill Joseph but then um his brother I believe Judah or Reuben his brother Reuben said hey no let's not kill him you know um and so they ended up selling him off they sold him off to um I believe some Israelites and so anyway, he got sold off and he ended up living in uh, Potiphar's house um, in Egypt, right? So under Pharaoh. So he rose up from there. Like he just kept every everywhere you look, Joseph just kept getting knocked down. I mean, he was just getting knocked down all over the place. And then he just rose up out of nowhere and he became great. So that's really what Sammy's talking about. So Sammy, um, how do you think you relate to Joseph? 
myself? Yeah. I don't. What, you don't think you relate to Joseph? No. No, why not? Because I ain't getting knocked down. You didn't get <laughs> What? I mean, but I rose up because, like, I look good. Oh, my God. Okay. So, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit of uh, my story. So, I can relate to Joseph so much. Um, and you know, as I was going through this, this portion of scripture and I was reading it to my kids, I literally saw myself like, you know, it almost brought me to tears because everything in that portion of scripture, like I felt for myself. Now I haven't gotten to the point where like, I've just like, I blew up, you know what I mean? I think I'm at the point where Joseph's coming out of the prison, but I think that when it when it come, when it blows up, like when it, when it when we get there, it's gonna blow up and it's gonna blow all the way up. And I'm so excited for it. So, Sammy, do you think that Joseph's story applies to me? Yes. Why? Um. Can you describe how it applies to you? Yeah. What did my family do? Uh, it, it was like they sold you off, but, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but they wasn't there for you, but that was yeah, almost the same way as they sold you off, because they was not there for Joseph either. Oh, they were not there for Joseph either. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then, how do you think that, um, that this particular scripture or, um, this portion of the Bible that we read, how do you think that it applies to, what do you think it says to us? Like, if you had to get something from it, and I know that you said that, like, you know, you don't have that issue where your family's not there for you, or you were sold off, but if you had to get anything from out of this scripture, what would you think that, what would you say you would get from it, or you would gather from it? To never give up. Because oh, to Joseph, keep going, huh? That's what Joseph did, and then he came up. Well, I think that um, I think that's really, really good. I think that's great because Joseph didn't. Like, could you imagine the heartache that Joseph had to feel when his brothers threw him in that cistern and he couldn't get out and he didn't know what they were going to do to him they just threw him in there while they were deciding do we kill him or do we sell him or what should we do could you imagine how he felt mm-hmm. what do you think uh, like he felt terrible because that's your family they should uh, just give you off and it's like that right and you think he was confused yeah, I think so too. I think that um, this this story does tell us, like you said, to never give up and to keep going. Because even when Joseph was in jail, he kept going, didn't he? Like he was so kind to other people. And they even put him ahead of everything, right? Like when he was in Potiphar's house, Potiphar put him over everything he had, didn't he? Potiphar left and the Bible said all Potiphar had to worry about was what? His wife. His his food. So the only thing that Potiphar worried about was his food because Joseph handled everything else. And when you're talking about the wife, what happened with the wife? 
him. Right. She tried to seduce him, and she did what else? She failed. And yeah, she did. She failed. So Joseph had integrity too, right? Because no matter what happened, Joseph did the right thing, right? Yes. Okay, so you know what part I really... So I like a lot of parts of the story. But there's one thing that I really, really, really like, right? And I saw, you know, with, with our recent situation, with, you know, things that have popped up again, you know? Um, I really thought that when uh, those individuals popped up, I thought I was going to be mad. Like, I thought I was going to be so upset. And I just thought that I was going to act crazy. Like, I thought that I was going to come... I debate. You know what I mean, right? I was going to show up and show up, right? Lakeisha was going to show up. <laughs> so I thought I was going to do that. But remember when Joseph's um, brothers, remember because they had a famine, right? And what happened in the famine? Oh, um, uh, she lost a lot of stuff, a lot of supplies that they weren't able to regrow. And that, that I think that's mostly well, I mean, when I say what happened, I meant in terms of his brothers. Uh, oh, they were in need. Right. Of a lot of stuff. Right. So the brothers came to him, right? Yeah. Because they needed stuff because they didn't have nothing in their land either, right? So Joseph was, was he was faithful because he listened to God and he did as God instructed, right? And he stored up, he stocked up those whole seven years so that whenever the famine came that he was going to be prepared, right? Okay, so when the famine came, everybody came to Joseph because they were they they were in need and they knew that Joseph had what they needed. He was going to take care of because he was prepared. Right. Okay. so when the brothers came to Joseph, wasn't it crazy that he wasn't even mean to them? Because remember, the Bible says that he, he said that they were spies and that they were this and that they were that. But he was trying to get something out of them. Remember, he wanted them to tell him what happened to the boys. You know what I mean? Like, where's all of the brothers? Because remember, they sold him off. So they made it seem like he was dead, right? And they were saying, no, 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 all of our brothers are here. And so he was trying to get out of them. Well, because he's sitting in front of them. Obviously, they don't recognize him. So he's trying to get out of them. Well, where are you sure all of your brothers? Show me the baby boy. Because at that point, Benjamin was the baby boy, remember? And so remember, they were confused because it's like, what are we going to do? Like, we lied and we said our brother was eating, but he really wasn't eating. Like, it was a whole mess. But at that moment, Joseph could have been nasty them, couldn't he? Like, I thought that Joseph would have been nasty to them. And for me, I thought that I would have been nasty to those individuals that had wronged me so bad. Such a long time ago. I thought I would have. But... I think that when you start following God and you really start working on yourself, I think that God does a change in you. And I think that I know that the Lord did that change in obviously Joseph, but he did it in me too. Because even though those people had wronged or his brothers had wronged him so badly, he didn't treat them different, did he? No, he still gave them, he still provided for them, and he provided for them in, in, in a great, great way, right? He even had Pharaoh help by providing for them and his dad, right? So for me, I think that that says something about Joseph, and I think that that says something about me too, because at the time, I could have been nasty, I could have been wrong, I could have done a lot of things, but I didn't, and I think I handled it very gracefully, and I think that my my breakthrough is on the way. I think that I will reap benefits and rewards for the way that I handled that situation. What do you think? I think you're correct. 
you what? I think you're correct. I think I'm correct. You think I'm correct. Yeah. Okay. So, is there anything else that you would like to uh, say about uh, Joseph or about what we read? Not really. They need to um, add more. Oh my goodness, they're not gonna add more because <laughs> this happened long, long, There's long time ago. Around here, that know about somebody else' daddies and daddies and whatever the other daddies. Well, remember we were going to go over the story of Moses, but this was just a story, and you said you didn't even want to read the story. Read Moses. You that said was... you didn't even want to read the story about Joseph. Okay, that was different. I read Moses already. I read Moses two times. I got the whole book in my room. I already read Moses. I already know what's going on with him. I know the the stuff about Moses. And I forgot the other name, but I know stuff about him. Okay, all right. Well, um, so I guess that, you know, I guess I think what we gathered is obviously Sammy says that you should keep going. And I think that that speaks to our faith, right? Because Joseph had faith, even though he was going through a lot and it was hard and it was rough. Joseph had faith and he just kept going. You know, his family had wronged him. He, he was oppressed. They put him down. They kicked him out. They counted him out. But Joseph kept going. And that's so important for me. That is a whole message by itself. Keep going. You know, I found it hard for so many years to keep going. I found it hard. And I know that someone's going to think, why is she talking like that in front of her 14-year-old? It's only because I want to be open and I want to be an open book and honest with my kids. I don't want there to be something that I didn't cover, I didn't go over it, and, you know, maybe I pass away or I'm no longer here. And they have questions about my life and they can't answer me, answer them or they don't have answers to them. So I really, really try to the best that I can to speak with them and be open about a lot of things. Um, so Sammy does understand and you know, my situation, I will share it at a later time. Um, but this was profound for me because God really showed me myself within Joseph's story. And I pray that this was enlightening to you because as someone that was knocked down so many times, y'all, his brothers wanted to kill him. His brother sold him. He went to a land that he had no clue about. He was thrown in prison because Potiphar's wife lied on him. Then uh, he was supposed to get out of prison because he interpreted um, the um, cupbearer and the chief, the chief baker's dream, and he didn't. They forgot about him for an additional two years. Like, the man went through some things for no reason and yet still he rose yet still he remained faithful yet still he remained true and i believe that the grace of the lord was upon him the lord's the bible even says the lord's favor because he rose up in everything he did but the lord's favor was upon him because of the way that he responded to the situation no matter how hard it was no matter how deep into the situation he was joseph did the right thing he did the right thing and i think that we can all take a lesson from joseph whatever it is your situation in your situation a problem your husband left you your child ain't acting right whatever it is your family problems do the right thing pray fast so 
tithe and do the right thing. Have integrity. Have integrity over your situation or over over your life, not even the situation, but do the right thing at all costs. And the Bible say he rewards us. He will reward you. He will reward you. We all want, nobody wants to be a Joseph. Nobody wants to have Joseph situations, but we all, all want to reap the benefits that Joseph so, so happened to reap in the end. And that was because of his faithfulness. That was because of his goodness. That was because he decided to follow the Lord. So I hope that this resonates with you. Y'all, I hope that this touched you in such a powerful way. Um, Sammy and I, uh, this was just an impromptu discussion, honestly. He so happened to come in and y'all, he was trying to ask me if he can eat. (laughs) And I pulled him in. So he was really, really unsure. He had a lot of pauses. He didn't know what was going on. Um, but I love the fact that he would discuss the Bible with me, even at 14. Um, and even prior to 14, I want to say maybe nine, Sammy would pray with me. I would sit in my closet and he would pray. And I knew at that, that time that he had a gift because a lot of kids, they're not sure of what to say or how to say, and it would just flow from his mouth. So, um, I know that we didn't say a word of prayer, but I'm going to close with a word of prayer because this was powerful, y'all. And I just I just know that there's a lot of Josephs out there. There's a lot of Josephs out there, but there's also a lot of miracles waiting to happen as well. Whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is, it is not too big. Okay, it is never too big for the father. Never too big. I know that sometimes it seems that way. And, you know, you don't know when you when is this going to be over? When are we going to make it out? When is it going to get better? Because that's what we're looking for. That's the goal. But you know what? When we have that thought process that we literally get too absorbed in the situation, The point is to remove yourself from the situation. You have to remove yourself. Because if you are literally in the midst of the situation, that's all you see around you. That's all you see around you. When you remove yourself from the situation, your situation is not your focal point. You can focus on other things. You can focus on praying more. You can focus on reading the Bible. You can focus on, you know, uh, being involved or, or surround yourself with positive people. You can focus on other things. Those other positive things will distract you from your situation. Like it's going to take you out of the mess without taking you away from the mess. It'll take you out. So once again, I hope that I reached one and I teached one today. I hope that you guys have an awesome day and I hope that you are just so filled and you go about your day with such love in your heart and be kind, be kind to someone else. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Have a great day, y'all.